Feel This with Frank and Jess. Welcome to Feel This, a series of experiential conversations between me, Jessica Olber-Singleton, and Frank D'Amato, where we explore trauma, healing, and awakening through the lens of relationship. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Feel This with Jess and Frank. And Mr. Shoes sleeping by my feet. Mm-hmm. I want to welcome everyone here today, wherever you find yourself in this moment, to join us in this experience together. Jess, welcome. Thank you. I'm curious to be here. I'm glad to be here. I'm curious how, I'm always curious about our time together. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah. Well, we will start as we always do. The invitation is to take this time to bring your attention rather than being focused outside of you in the world around you. But bring that awareness and attention to your inner experience of being in the moment. And as the inner experience of being, of being aware, maybe aware of thoughts that are moving through your mind. You may be aware of sights, sounds, sensation. I'm inviting us to take up just a few moments to really stay at home in our present moment experience. It's very easy to get caught up on the train of thought where we literally become taken away another turn of phrase we use lost in thought but here we're just allowing thoughts to come and go not even really paying them a lot of attention and I hear them, notice them, just noticing them as like clouds moving through the sky. We're not attaching to them. Because thoughts come and go, but our in-the-moment experience of being is always here. 
And I really like to find that more directly through my senses. So noticing my sense experience, the sense experience of breathing. Or allowing yourself to really experience sound. Really wanting to turn towards and your experience of being with the sense of allowing, not trying to control it, not trying to change it or alter it, not even going away from it, but being right there with it without really even pushing it or changing it, just staying right there with it. Nothing to do with it, you know, especially if there's something happening that might be a little distressing, like if your nervous system is maybe a little buzzy or active or something happening that might be saying danger, you need to focus and pay attention. We're just shifting and not to make that go away, but just shifting out of that mindset. So you're now you're just noticing the sensation of alarm or buzzy, or if it's a sense of being downregulated, like depressed or flat, just noticing that energy. And your job right now, you don't have to do anything about it. You don't have to fix it. You don't have to alter it. However you are, feeling inside yourself, whatever your inner experience of being is in this moment, it is exactly how it is and how it should be. It is exactly what it is right in this moment. Nothing you need to do. And just noticing what it's like to spend a little time in relationship to yourself just leaning into that, softening towards your own inner experience of being, whatever that is. Welcome. Whatever arose in you, the listener, and me and you, Jess, it's really welcome to be here. I hope this time for you over this part one and part two of the episode here really hope that it's an opportunity for you to experience your own experience of being alive, be a little bit more fully, a little bit more openly, maybe with a little bit more curiosity, playfulness. Yeah, it took me till almost the end of that meditation to, to feel more present. So thank you. I am coming in with sort of an exciting but nervous system intense experience sort of looming off in my not too distant future. About 10 days from now, I'm going on a trip. And there's something about that that's beginning to kind of activate my nervous system in a familiar way. And I have some kind of new awarenesses around that and wouldn't mind to share more about that. If I did share about it, it might be for the purpose of 
understanding it a little bit better or connecting with the listener around it. So that's, that's the main thing that's here for me. And I guess there's another thing, which is before I leave for this trip, and this could be part of the nervous system triggering that's starting, I have the intention to have a, my website released and, and open for people to find. So by the time this podcast is being aired, it will be available if things go well. So anyway, all those things are kind of intense feeling. And at the same time that they're intense feeling, I and by by intense, just to kind of clarify, it's sort of a fear response, like I'm, as if I'm about to jump out of a plane, not that much fear, but it's like a, uh, and something in me wants to pull back and pull all my energy in and kind of retreat a little bit. At the same time, I want to try and get a lot of things done. So it's a little frenetic feeling and I'm aware of it in a new way that feels like I'm be less likely to give myself a hard time for it and less likely to be indirect about its presence. And that feels good. And how, how would you say, and I'll, let me, I'll ask a question, but I'll, before I ask it, I'll give a statement, which is I am perceiving or leaning into your energy and I'm like feeling something like, I'm like, what is this? Is, like, this is the question that's happening in my mind. What is, what is just feeling right now? And I'm hearing information about where you are, but none of it's really attaching to what I'm sensing is here. And so there's like a sense of disconnection in me, like what my word, what the words that come up just are like, I feel disconnected from you. It's my sense experience. And there's, this like what, what yeah so that's what i'm feeling and the question is what i'd like to know is what what your sense of what you're feeling in the moment is as you're here with with us and with with what you just said yeah number of words that kind of come in like constricted hard i can i can sense some fear and then you know, that's all kind of swirling, but the thing that kind of comes forward a little more energy is like, it feels strange to say this, but it, I feel angry. I feel some anger, like some agitation, irritation, which some part of me does have like some should energy around like, okay, if that's what I'm feeling, then that's what I should be feeling, except it feels sort of like an anger agitation that like, as if another part of me is saying, I shouldn't be feeling this way, or I should be able to control this, or I should be able to pack this away. But yeah, it's like a kind of, that's how I feel. I don't know. Does that, how does that land for you? Yeah, that, that, that feels congruent. Yeah. That feels like, yeah, that, that seems like what I'm, what I'm feeling with you or feeling from you constricted. And I felt as you were, spoke for it a little bit more towards the end, a little loosening of it, not in the sense of it not being agitated, but it being like more direct in the room. Like 
I'm agitated, you know, and I could feel it in your voice, which was a lot different than what sounded more like your body trying to. Yeah, it's interesting. These are all my perceptions. What I perceived, though, was your. Like as if your body were trying to tighten up so that none of what was being felt, the frustration or whatever was coming out, could come out. So almost like you were, your voice was very deadpan, almost like flat, tight. And then as I heard you speak for that irritation coming up, I, then it was like, oh yeah, that it seems that your body in some way was really rigidly trying to tamp that down. And I see this smile kind of like just piercing through that. <laughs> oh my God. I have so much like, it's like the irritation is, is it's like being given room to play. And I have this part that's just like, God damn it. You know, like he knows what's going on better than I know what's going on, you know, in a way that's like, it's very clear to you. And there's another part of me that's just like running a program and I don't know how to stop the program, but for you to see it so clearly, it's like something in me is like, just that feeling of like, I don't know that it's, it's all having a little bit more space. Like, okay, irritated. Yeah, I'm irritated. <laughs> and to be clear, I am not irritated at you. So, and I think you know that, but just for the listener's sake, if I am even irritated to be here, I think it would be an irritation at having to do anything right now. You know, like something in me in preparation for traveling knowing this is coming in 10 days or whatever, I have this want, something in me starts to run. That's like, I got to like get away from everybody. I got to like conserve every little bit of energy. So that again, I could get into it more, but it's, I appreciate, even if my irritation's like, God damn it, you can see it better than I can. I appreciate that. It feels like being invited to be just how I am. Like, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, it is all right. I feel better. My body and nervous system feels better and more at ease just hearing your energy. In this moment, hearing you like, yeah, I'm just irritated, you know, and, have, and allowing that feels relieving that feels a little simpler to be with from the outside and also from the inside too, to a certain degree that feels that's a little less complicated than we have the, whatever feeling that's happening inside it could be irritation or it could be sadness or grief or shame or guilt or whatever the, let's say the kind of core affect to, to borrow AEDP term, the, the, the more root feeling, but then there are, emotions on top of that and so you have that irritation and there's probably something underneath that but at least the irritation something was more core than the kind of tight flat affect you know feelings that were on top i mean just like layers of what happens in our nervous system it's kind of like layers and there's like these core and then there's like layers of reactivity to that and there could be many multiple layers as we know, when we really get up in our heads, it could be something's bothering us that we can't 
tolerate until the parts are trying in different ways to deal with that. So I'm glad that irritation can be here and be spoken for. And I imagine the irritation wants to hit a red button. And I'm curious about what that would be. If it could, if it could skip over some experience in life that it's, ha- it's having now, what, what would it be? Yeah, like right now, big time, like I don't want to go on this trip, this trip that everyone, including parts of me, and I know that that's not happening right now, so this may not answer your question, but the answer that popped up was that's the problem. And if that would go away, you know, and, and part of me is like, you're so privileged to be able to travel. It's going to be this amazing, this and amazing that, and you're going to do these, you know, all this stuff that people associate with travel, especially, you know, if you haven't traveled in a while, or if you love to travel and the cost of my nervous system is, is high from this place. And these, these parts of me, they would be satisfied with a very small life, tiny little me in my backyard in the art store right? (laughs) That's what they would like. So uh, does that answer your question or is that not immediate enough? I'm curious. That does answer my question. Yeah, no, it absolutely opened up uh, a whole, felt like opened up a whole cavern of, oh, that's what it felt like. Oh, there's parts that don't want to go. Oh, okay. And then I started to get really hearing the different parts and just getting a sense of the different voices that are maybe coaching or saying, oh, you'll like it, or it'd be good for you, or you should enjoy this, and that other parts of you actually do enjoy in certain ways. But aspects of you really not liking it, and like, I don't want to go. And I don't. there's a felt sense in your system that I'm perceiving, you tell me if this fits, is that there's a kind of have to for those parts, like I have to do this. Yeah. It's an obligation feeling. And I am empathizing with that very deeply. I I know those places within myself. These last several years of my growth and development has been really on undoing obligation, just really being willing being really willing to look at my places of where I feel obligated and putting a lot of attention to that because I want to live a life that's free of that. And the only place I, the only way I can is to really look at the places where I feel, perceive I'm obligated. And I, I really highlight feel and perceive because obligation doesn't exist outside of us. Yeah. Obligation only exists inside of us. And what what we determine as what we are obligated to do. So some parts of our saying we have to do this or should, and other parts are saying no. So this is a really rich area to to look at and explore with people. But I, I'm a kind of believer in a no obligation zone. And I I do not hold my system obligated to do anything. So anyway, we can talk more about that, but I feel, well, in this moment, I feel a little bit of invigoration, relationally 
I think there's a part that likes this topic. We haven't stumbled upon this topic really. It's like, oh yeah, it just happened as we were talking here. Curious what's coming up in you, how you're feeling. What's here? Yeah, feeling definitely a little more relaxed. It's like something in me has kind of unpacked itself. It doesn't feel as constricted and that hard kind of flat constricted energy is, is much more spacious and it's still here, but there's a lot more room for it. I'm curious kind of what you're coming in with. And I definitely find the subject of obligation to be a really interesting one. And there's areas in my life where I have looked at it and I have, you know, had some shifts and, and things. And then obviously there are areas where it's still there. And, and I very much know that it is of my own making and choosing. And I find that interesting and yet I haven't quite found the the space for it. So I have curiosity about that. I think that could be a really interesting topic and curious what you're coming in with. Well, I would say I'm in a interesting place in that my sense of presence is a little bit off today. I intended to, as I do each morning, to spend a lot of time inside. I had about 45 minutes, but I had a strong part that was like, I want to work on rap. And I had extra time. So I was like, okay, we'll, we'll do that. That felt really important. I really wanted to. And as I was working on that, I became really interested in language. And so I ended up watching some YouTube videos on language. So anyway, what normally was a meditation time, I didn't really drop in in that way this morning, which is okay to not have that for a day. But it sets a kind of tone where I, my sense of presence is just a little bit less deep than it normally is. And even in the space in between my last session and coming here, I got caught up in doing some things I needed to do, answer the phone call that was just taking care of life things. And just a little bit less of a dropping in to my own experience. outside of being very aware of what was happening within me as I was with clients today. So what that translates to is just a little bit more surface feeling. It doesn't feel bad. It, it just feels, it feels you know, like a little bit of a wanting to drop in a little more. Being, I was feeling really connected to the last podcast that we put out, the where we where our conversation left off last time around karaoke and all. I kind of ran through a lot of experiences, and we talked about that. So that energy is still with me. I'm curious about. Relationally, what's here in terms of where you are and where I am? I'll pause there. It felt really good to hear you in specific terms talk about the norms 
you know, you're, and you said spend time inside. And at first I was like, you mean as opposed to going for a walk, but then I realized you meant inside yourself in like meditation. Yeah. That that's a norm for you. And, and how you're, you, you know, you made choices over the course of your free time to do something different and the impact that that has it makes me think of like when we're used to making our bed or brushing our teeth, right? And then when we don't, it's just, it is like something a little bit off, but it's of a different, you know, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different. It's a little, it's an inside thing, but when these good habits that we benefit from and that we do normally, you know, I do this set of exercises, a couple sets of exercises every day that it only takes me between 10 and 20 minutes. And if I don't do it, which I don't feel rigid about it, and I don't push myself to do it, I don't necessarily love doing it, but I love how I feel when I do it. And I just appreciated the open, honest spaciousness for that that you, as you described what you did instead, you know, like it, there was no shooting, there was no rigidity. It was like, I did something different and here's the effect on my system for making some different choices. And that just felt so permissioning and that felt really good. And as you were talking, something that came to me, and this kind of relates to this idea of the space between us, the relationship space, which is kind of had a thread through the last couple of episodes was something in me peaked. I was curious that it was really obvious to you that I came in, in this sort of flat sort of, I can't remember what your words were, but this, this energy that you felt. So not only did you feel it and could name it, but you could, you also chose to name it. And all of those seem worth pointing out in some explicit way that if someone is always a certain way, we just kind of don't notice, right? So one thing it, it said to me was, this is different than my norm, right? I'm not normally like that. Because if, if, if that was the 85%, then you would have noticed some 15%, you know, if I came in in a happy mood. <laughs> it was also interesting to me that I wasn't really aware in the way that you were. So anyway, all of that just seems really interesting. And also that, you know, you were fine to name it and ask for what you needed. And also you trusted your intuition. So I just loved all of that. And I do have some interest in, in, you know, returning to this experience you had at karaoke. I think there was a lot of rich stuff in that. And so kind of open, I don't feel real grasping about where we go next. I'll pause. Something perked up also in me when you were speaking for what you noticed, like how I was, those three things you pointed out. I really liked your precision in pointing them out. You were able to really see each one of those as separate choices or behaviors or experiences, relational experiences of note, like in each one, something called your attention as valuable. 
so one, you're doing that felt really good. Like your ability to just take that apart in that way. And then I became very interested in addition to the content of that, meaning what were those three pieces? And the first one that I was really interested in was that I, I forgot how you said it exactly, but that I recognized something and I was paying attention to, as you were saying that, like, what was my experience? What happened inside me? And it's a common experience, which is I can tell because I'm having a reaction inside me. There's something in me. It's almost like a grasping. It's like, I'm looking at Jess, I'm hearing you speak. And it's almost like I feel something in me that's like reaching. It's like it's trying to touch a hologram and it's reaching and there's like nothing to touch. And it's, and it's a little bit because I've become so familiar with that experience and comfortable. And like, I've worked with that part a lot in myself. It doesn't feel traumatized now. Now it feels that's my intuition right? It, there's something in me going, oh, something, I need something. And I'm very clear taking total 100% responsibility that this is mine. I need something. You're, you're fine. But what am I noticing? What am I experiencing? And so I was very, now this becomes a matter of habit at certain points, but I'm also very conscious of taking responsibility. Whatever, everything I said was, this is my perception, what I'm perceiving is this, I don't know if that's true or not. Doesn't matter, actually. What matters is that this is what I'm perceiving. I'm perce and I spent a little time to to be like, wow, what is happening inside me? Something something there was a like a pull in me towards you and but but also a sense of disconnection. Like I don't feel connected to Jess. I don't feel relationally Safe would be a strong word to say, I don't feel safe, but it really is that sense of safety that I'm going to be seen and understood because what I'm projecting is a disconnect in yourself. And there's like a forking path there in that moment where when I, the old Frank sees that, and that's that younger part of me. And what it just goes to is just independence. It just goes, well, Jess is just off in Jess land, whatever that means, whatever I, whatever story I put on that. And then there's a part like, well, I'll just be off in Frankland and we'll just kind of babble at each other or something. <laughs> Again, not that that's bad, but there's a lot less connected. And I, I've had a lot of experience of going down that road. I, you know, there are times on this podcast where I felt in that space and that's okay. It's just, you know, part of one of the ways that my nervous system learned to deal with the complexities of life is, oh, if I can't be seen, screw it. I'll, I'll just play with my own blocks over here by myself. And that's not how I want to live. I mean, I like to have that choice when I, when, you know, I like to have that option, but there's another pathway. There's this other pathway that says, oh, and this is the pathway we are practicing where we speak for our experience in as neutral and clear way as possible. If I just tell you, just I'm noticing, I feel this, again, my ownership, I feel disconnected. I have a perception that 
there's a not discongruent, not the right word, non-congruence, a, a disconnect between what you're saying and, I'm, and what I'm seeing, they're not matching up. Meaning I'm not hearing anything about how you're feeling, but I'm feeling you're feeling something. And I can make, and I made up some stuff about what that was and it happened to fit pretty well. So anyway, I wanted to point to that, what that knowing, I'm trying to touch a little bit into those points that you highlighted and really take the magnifying glass and meta look at them for the listener and for us. So I'll pause and see what's happening for you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your willingness to explore this. What my mind is looking into a little bit is this curiosity. And I'm not sure if I want to follow this path, so I'm just going to name it and see how it feels here. It's like what aspects of that, the two questions arose. One was what aspects of what you're describing are sort of just part and parcel with who you are and have always been there, part of your sort of natural intuition and maybe what has changed over time in part could be that the choice points along the way, you know, where you're like, I, it doesn't have to be just land and Frank land. I can name this and, and, and see if I can create, you know, recreate that connection. So that's, you know, one, one thing. And then I'm just going to name one other, which was related, which was, do you have this experience only with certain levels of relationship, or would you have this experience like with the person checking you out at like the grocery store or something? Or is it something that really only kind of comes up for you when there's potential for more connection? So those were the two questions that popped in my mind. And if they feel interesting to you, I'd be curious to hear. Yeah, they they both feel interesting to me. I And I so with that, I have a just a moment of appreciation and joy that you bring things that feel interesting. That feels really good. So it's just an appreciation for your being. My memory isn't great, so it might be hard to hold both of these. So if you can remind me, if you could remember. The piece one was... They're sort of chronological in a way. So the first is, is this something that has just always been a part of your awareness? No. I mean, and yes and no. Has it always been a part of my awareness? I have, as you said that, I started to flash through like my past and my sense. And I have felt the feeling of that feeling of this disconnection where the other, I don't feel the sense of congruence in the other. Now, there's no way at the time I had enough emotional understanding or self-awareness to even see beyond my feelings of aloneness, shame, tension. So my experience is looking out to other people and what's happening socially and in, in, in any situation and feeling something akin to what I just said. But I'm so buried under all of the emotional reactions and shame and messages. The idea of in some way engaging with that differently so the answer is yes. I think it was that root of that was always there, but the awareness of it 
and the ability to tap into it, to feel it, to speak to it in the moment and to use, utilize that to some degree to facilitate change in the relational container to say, oh, I am 50% of this relationship right now. And I get to speak for my experience here. And this is what, this is what I'm experiencing. And it, it was interesting. There, there was almost an impulse to say it doesn't feel good or it does feel good. I like or don't like, and that, that's that's a good. But I don't. I don't. It doesn't. I don't want to stray into evaluating that. It, more of a reporting of I can get to know what feels good to my nervous system and what feels not as good, and then, then what can I do in those moments in relationship when there's something happening that doesn't feel as good. So. And I'm needing something, you know, and when my, what I'm needing is really simple. I'm, I'm needing a little bit more of that congruence and not everyone can do that. Right. So that kind of leads into your second question, which is, can you give it again? Exactly. Does this come up in your awareness in any, you know, does it have the potential to come up in any sort of relationship or is it only going to come up in places where safety is more likely or more possible? Yeah, I I think in other relationships, like at the grocery store, there is something in me that lets a lot of that go and doesn't expect really anything from the other, maybe hopefully accept some respect, general kindness allowing them to be wherever and whatever they're in. And so I don't think my parts pay that much attention to it because I'm not invested in the relationship. That's, that's what, yeah, it took a moment. Like, wait, why, why does it matter now? Why, if you were to, if I were engaging with you and you were, I don't know, the person I was talking to at the bank I have no reason to invest that deeply into what you're feeling. My focus is I want to be kind and friendly. I want to be respectful and kind and friendly is, but I want to be, well, okay, you're a human being. Hello. So I, it's, uh, how are you today? Just a little, hope you're having a good day, right? I want, I want to have a warm, genuine expression from myself. It's nice. If it comes back, I don't need it. And that I, I have that kind of intention. And then everything from the other side, I don't really pay too much attention to it. Unless something comes back at me that quote unquote hurts my feelings or triggers me. And then I pay close attention to what I'm feeling. So in those situations, there's no investment in the we space. I'm not invested in my relationship with that particular person. So that makes a huge difference. So here, I'm very much invested in the quality of our relationship, particularly here, let's just say for the next hour and a half, we're going to be here together. I'm wanting to, this I kind of have the sense, I want to have depth and connect, like I want that. And so it's important for me to attend to what I'm feeling relationally and to say, oh, this is what I'm sensing in, in, in this moment and just see what that bounces off from you and what new life comes as we process that. I'll stop there. So two things. Oh, so first I'm feeling 
just generally there's like a growing sense of sort of softness and relaxed kind of energy in me and and presence and just enjoyment of this conversation and I feel like something about what we, you know, that last piece you were sharing in relation to maybe what one might call strangers, right? Or random people in the world fits well as a potential jumping off connection point to what happened at karaoke. And, you know, in the sense of like, you had this sort of surprising thing happen between you and a stranger that had then, and I don't know if that's where you, you know, but that's what's sort of in my mind from the end of the last episode. And just one thing I wanted to kind of set in here that feels like a good metaphor or whatever. You had said something a while back about safety and you're like, that seems like a strong word, but it also seems like the right word. And then you were also talking about feels good, doesn't feel good. And the image that came to me for both of those was a bench. And like one bench could be like a concrete bench, right? So I probably felt like not me, but the space of connection between us probably felt like a concrete bench when we first got here. And that doesn't feel as safe in the sense that like, this is not a place to relax. This is not a place where I feel invited to spend a lot of time. There's some hard edges here versus like a comfy, cozy chair, you know, that, that the space of our relationship can have these different qualities or any relationship that of course it feels better to the system. It feels less good. It feels safer. It feels less safe. So that's how I leaned into that. It didn't feel like a value judgment so much as like your being leaning in and saying, yes, your being sort of, you know, going like, I don't know about this. I don't feel like I can relax here. So. Yeah. The words that are coming and yeah, it gets a little clearer is the the lack of safety or that I was feeling or what it is is what my system wants is to be seen. They want to be seen somewhat accurately. They want to feel connected and so they want to feel if I become vulnerable, is there going to be someone there to witness it, to respect it or to respond to it in a way that feels good? And that sense of a little bit of disconnection sig signals from my trauma experience, this the person I'm with is not going to see you. And so now, now it's coming more like my dad and my mom when they were they emo were emotionally dysregulated when I was a kid and trying to get seen by them, and it was not going to happen, more particularly maybe with my father. Not, so, so my nervous system learned, oh, if you see those signals, it's time to take care of yourself, time to. And so that's that feeling, oh, it's not safe for me to be seen. I'm, I'm not going to. There's not an, a, a witnessing other here that may see me. They, they're they going to see something in their own. Yeah, that to that part, it signals there's not a presence that can see me. It's a young part, but that's that little voice in me that's like, ooh, something. And then the adult 
maybe, you know, communication guy, therapist guy can really help with that and go, okay, and I could speak for what we're experiencing. I could take ownership of it. I can ask for, I could request for what I know what this part needs. He wants to know what Jess is feeling in the moment. That's all he wants to know. And, and it's not just that it's also, that's also a little bit of a, it's not like a test, like I'm giving you a test, but I'm aware it is, does give my system a little bar because if I can say to you, Oh, I, I sense a little not congruence. I want to know, can you tell me what you're feeling? And then you go on to not tell me what you're feeling. Then it becomes an affirmation like, Oh, okay. And that's not bad. It's just like, Oh, that's more data. And you know, like, Oh, I just got more data. You were feeling that. Yeah. Maybe it's not safe to be seen in that way, but it, there could be a lot of safety for me to play with this person in other ways. And that type of negotiation is happening to bring it back. That type of negotiation is happening in some degrees all the time and maybe in all relationship. And it's how, how far do I want to go in any particular relationship in any particular moment? How much my energy is it worth investing to move towards more intimacy and connection? Yeah. Yeah. Now that totally makes sense. So I'm, I don't know if it seems like I should talk some more or if it's time to turn it back to you. Do you have a feeling for that? Yeah, I feel like you should talk some more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When I think of myself talking more, I have a voice that's like, I just heard myself. <laughs> I talk plenty. I'm not. I don't feel a missing of my own voice in this moment, as I talk more. And <laughs> was it? Like, yeah, I really want to hear what's happening in just more. And also because it's, it seems to be. Everything you've said today has been pretty inspiring or enlivening. So. Yeah, that that feels that feels really good. I had a thought at some point that feels wanting to be shared now, which was I was really appreciating, and I think this there was quite a bit of this in the last episode when I just had my dental procedure, and then it happens at the beginning of today when you asked me about how I was feeling. And then you kind of, you know, it was like, as you, as I gave you an answer, then, you know, you had a follow-up question and it felt really good. And I was like, oh, I can ask Frank questions. You know, like when you say something, like almost tuning into the part of me. Sometimes I have a curiosity about someone or something someone says, or a confusion or an unknown piece. And I have a part that comes in that might sort of in autopilot mode, say, you understand it well enough, almost as if there's a little pressure in my system to express to you in this case, that I understand you, even if I don't, like, I get it, right, or I'm connected, you know, and so it was becoming more explicit and clear in my own mind, the value that asking you a question, not only is it cool in this podcast space, right? To, to do this, that it's a way of saying, and it's not like this has never crossed my mind, but asking a question is a wonderful way to say I'm paying attention and I'm interested. 
it's just a little bit different. And so I've been tuning into that natural curiosity that I have. It allows, or rather it, it necessitates inside my own system, a spaciousness because to ask is to kind of hand it back to you and not necessarily know what's going to come. And so it, it fosters spaciousness in me and a sense of abundance somehow of time and space to dive into something a little deeper to, to look into the nooks and crannies. And yeah, I could go back to, to your share a moment ago and talk a little more about that, but maybe I'll just pause for a moment here. Yeah. It was nice to hear your reflection on the how how good for your system the asking questions feels and opens up and that made sense to me. And also your wanting to register your awareness of a part of you that could want to feel almost obligated maybe to let their the other know that you're understanding them and you're listening you know, like almost like I, I want to feel like I need to or should let that you know the other person needs to know I'm getting them something like that which makes total sense and so as you were saying that I, I was aware of that feeling good and I was aware of a part that in the past and I can go into it for various reasons, but some of it's because of my trauma history, but I was aware of a part that would be skeptical or maybe just a little vigilant around responses that are just questions. Because for the exact reason before, I, I don't know. So many times I've seen that used as that can be used in all kinds of ways. Like your, your system's using it right now as a, yeah, kind of engaging and opening and it's opening and expanding. And it, and it can be for lots of people. I have had the experience of that being a way of people hiding, not, and they're, they're, they're having a whole bunch of stuff happen inside them. And I actually want to soften the word hiding here because that sounds pejorative. But let's just say there there's a whole bunch of stuff happening inside and the way that the system is coming out with it is through a question. And that could be a whole bunch of stuff that that's what's happening underneath that and all kinds of formulations. And so I always have a part that wants to, especially in authentic connection, call awareness to that and to to invite what's underneath the question not to not that the question is good or bad or indifferent whatever that is but actually what's a little bit more interesting is what's happening underneath that might lead to the question so for an example i may you may say something and i may feel a little triggered by it let's just say you you say something to me that I don't know, maybe I, maybe we don't know each other that well and we're talking and you say something to me that triggers you have a very different viewpoint on political matters than I do. <laughs> so then I begin to ask questions and what is my agenda with these questions? And is it to maybe 
understand where you're coming from, but I might be having a whole bunch of feelings going inside. I feel scared. I feel defensive. I feel protective. Let me ask some questions, maybe with a good intention of, of resolving some of these inner tensions. And maybe that might work. That might be a totally useful strategy that I can ask you questions and I go, Oh, okay. You're, you're, you're not, you don't, you know, hate people with purple hair. You're, you know, I'm just making something up. Just you're not that thing. Cause I asked you some questions and I opened up my expand and that's great. And there was this whole world of life that was happening inside you. And so there's, a part that just became so aware of how much life is under that surface. And so because of that would almost be like, skip over the question to like, get what's underneath it. So I was just aware of that relationship to myself. It's very relaxed. I didn't, you know, I don't have strong energy around it. It's just like one of these learning experiences where I've something I learned and became somewhat vigilant around and noticed all the time and then relaxed. And now it's just, well, that's just a thing. And I understand there's all these levels of what might be under questions and what might, what might be feeling underneath. And these are all possible avenues, but it's all okay. So. Yeah. So that takes me sort of to this whole kind of response about questions and and some thoughts that I had around that, but I'm going to, I can feel myself kind of moving into like examples and, and it almost feels a little bit tight, like, like I'm sort of leaving the present moment to some extent and moving into my thoughts just as an aside. I don't know if this will be worth keeping or not in the recording, but a heavy, heavy downpour has started here. So I don't know if the sound of it is going to come through, but it's almost a little distracting. We have a metal roof and it's like this, like I'm under a wave of the ocean or something. So let me just kind of touch in with what I'm feeling. Yeah, I think the 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 feeling undercurrent that that I was really feeling good about what you were naming, because I identified with a lot of just that feeling that when people are asking you questions, maybe they're dodging something else, right? Or they're there. It's a way of avoiding or not going places, going here, not going here, right? They're sort of directing that felt familiar, but what felt like it was writing under that was an invitation within myself in the way that you did at the beginning, when you said, this is why I'm asking, this is what's happening in me around, it wasn't like, you know, like you had an explicit, to some extent, sense of why you wanted to know, you know, what are you feeling right now? What's going on? This is what I'm sensing, right? You included that in it, which means that you didn't stop at, I got a weird feeling, what's going on with Jess, right? Like that was part of it, but there was so much more. And so I was feeling in myself, this growing curiosity of wanting to kind of very lightly and sort of naturally like, oh, when that feeling of disconnection or something's off here, rather than going into like Sherlock Holmes, let me figure out what's going on for this other person, 
It's like, what's going on for me first? And I kind of know this is something we talk about here, but it's just another specific sort of moment of there's just always so much more. And all of that has the potential to first authentically connect me to myself and then potentially create more authentic connection with whoever it is that I'm in relationship with in the moment. Yeah, that's, I'm stopping, pausing. Yeah, it feels really good to hear you say that. Yeah. I was having little different relational experiences pop into mind, nothing fully formed, but just a more of a depth around being connected to myself and connecting with others. And so in this moment, I'm pausing and just kind of seeing what I'm feeling here. And some of the threads on this topic feel good, but there's not like a, oh, I really want to go there. There's a kind of like, okay, almost like a little resetting moment. That feels good. It's not feeling super alive in this moment. It's, it's not dead or something, but it's, I, I often look for that big yes inside when there's like a big yes towards something. There's kind of like a 45% yes to the threads that are here. And, and mm -hmm. I, it's like, yeah, you know, but it's not like, yeah, it's not over that hill. And I was sitting with that, like, okay, I'm not, there's no obligation, right? There's no forcing. I'm not going to force that 45 to, that doesn't feel good. If that's 45, then what's in, what, what's in the 55? You know, what's in that mystery place? The 55, that's not that, right? What, what's in that? What's in that? And as I turn my attention towards that, the draw is for connection and depth and what that what does that mean to me it means to i really have an authentic pull towards being really connected to you to share an experience of our common of you know conscious beings in a human body you know to 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 speak from that level of like wow here we are awake, aware, present, what's happening in us and connecting to, you know, staying really, really right there. There's something in me that just keeps drawing me there a little bit less, a little bit farther away from, or the realm of ideas, just a little bit more wanting to stay really connected here in the moment with you and, and with the listener, with what your inner experience, your felt sense of being is in the moment. I know that's not a lot of content to hand back to you. Yeah, I'll stop and just see how that you responded to that. Thank you for listening to part one of this episode. We will be back next Sunday with part two. Bye, y'all.